0: This is Dave with Dynasty Dorks, and this is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We're presented to you by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com, bash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the SGPN Merch Store. From now until Tuesday, get 20% off if you use the promo code NFCBEAST. All right, let's go. We're gonna talk trades. If you have any trades, any lineup decisions, anything to do with week three, we'll help you out. We got our rankings updated. We got a whole bunch of we got a whole bunch of content that came out today, just rolled out there. Make sure you guys are checking out sportsgamingpodcast.com. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We got some giveaways and things coming up. And what's up, Freddie? um and make make sure that you guys are subscribing also make sure you're giving us some reviews um let us know what you like but of course always always want to help you guys out with your teams make sure you drop in and ask some questions we'll get to it so we're going to start out with quarterbacks so this is dynasty we're going to try to talk about some quarterbacks that that you need to buy and quarterbacks you need to sell so brad you just just let's do both of them who are your quarterbacks? To buy,
1: yeah. So my QBs to buy are young bucks right now, right? We're talking about dynasty, and I, I'm looking at where I can get some value, and I think Trevor Lawrence is one of those guys right now. I've been talking about him the last couple weeks about how he looks really good. Look, this cat's got a 68% completion percentage right now. He's got a three-to-one touchdown-to-interception ratio. He's finally got some weapons and Travis Etienne and Christian Kirk. And his, his O-line is looking pretty good. So I think the buying window for Trevor Lawrence is going to start to close here pretty soon if he puts up another week. Now you start to have a trend. If you got three weeks of solid production where he's not turning the ball, ball over at the rate that he was last season – people are going to start to pick up on that, and this price is going to start to go up. So I think you need to look at buying Trevor Lawrence right now and try to get that in. Uh, My second buy, and I've been preaching this for the last couple weeks as well, uh, I'm going with Kenny Pickett. I really think... But you need to look at getting him before he takes the field, which could be as early as next week, depending on how this game tonight goes. So I really think he's a guy that can come in and produce, with the given the wide receivers and the running backs that he's got there. They can do some things with him. Uh, and I just think the opportunity is there to go and buy a starting quarterback less than starting quarterback prices right now. So those are my two quarterback buys right now.
0: Yeah, with Kenny Pickett, uh, we talked about it last week. Mr. Trubisky, you know, and, and things could happen tonight. Things could happen, and while we're while we're doing the show, but Mr. Trubisky's not looked good, and unless he changes things, this is a team that is not going to just sit there and and let Kenny Pickett sit for a year. If Baker, you know, if Baker Mayfield, if Mr. Trubisky's playing bad all year, it just doesn't, you know, it, it doesn't help them at all doesn't help Kenny Pickett's development, doesn't help the other players develop. And Mitch Trubisky's on a super cheap contract. It's not like they're paying him a ton of money like Carson Wentz or something where like, you know, Taylor Taylor Heineke was like, "Well, listen, they're paying uh Carson Wentz 26 million, they're paying me 1 million. I think I'm the backup." Um, like this is not a situation like that. Kenny Pickett's actually making more money than Trubisky this year. So yeah. I'm going to go with my – and I love the Trevor Lawrence call. We're big Trevor Lawrence fans over here. If you're rebuilding, Trevor Lawrence is a perfect guy to go grab if you're going to sell off one of these veteran guys. So Freddie's got a question. Got an injured Dak and picked up Wentz off waivers. He's throwing a lot on a team with a bad defense. Can I trust Wentz until Dak returns? Yeah, yeah, you can. Um, I would not go and, and watch the game. I would just look at the wait for the box score because it's very nerve-wracking as – Wentz attempts to to throw the ball into triple coverage. Um, But Wentz has been really good. He's got really good weapons, and they're passing the ball a ton. Um, They're utilizing the, you know, the running backs and the receivers. Scott Turner's offenses average about 600 passing attempts a year. Um, Carson Wentz was the QB 13 in fantasy last year. I mean, he's, he's, you know, he's a different version of Jameis Winston, but – very similar. Um, so, yeah, you can trust him until he gets back. Just, uh, you know, um, hopefully you don't have, like, minus four for, for interceptions and fumbles. I do have a league where I have minus four, and I'm like, yeah, I don't need Jameis in this league. Greg Dorch I, Corey no, Davis? I, Greg Dorch? Oh,
1: yeah. I don't know if I can get on the Dorch bandwagon uh, right now. I really believe that he's getting playing time because of Rondell Moore. Uh, and they have got to get Marquise Brown involved. They're just—they're not utilizing him properly right now. And you got to imagine when they give up what they gave up in a first-round pick to go and get him, uh, that they're gonna figure out how to utilize him. And when they do that, Greg Dortch is gonna lose a little bit of value. Not to mention the—you know—what he's gonna lose when Rondell Moore comes back. So I just can't. You know, I'm not I'm not on the Dorch train, Uh, you know, with Joe Flacco throwing the ball 50 times a game. um, There are targets to go around for Corey Davis. Uh, Greg Dorch, you saw his snap share go down this week. You saw his targets go down this week. Uh, And, you know, I I try not to read into week one too much. So I think Corey Davis for me is the the better option. I just feel safer with him than I do with Greg Dorch.
0: Yeah, I, I get it with Rondell Moore, but Hopkins is still not out there. Um, I, I, I'm still riding it out. He was solid last week, and these are two teams that pass the ball a lot. It's not just one team that passes the ball fifty times; the other one throws it twenty one. They're both throwing the ball forty, fifty times, and uh, I, I think you know for he is he, he's. I'm riding the hot hand. Corey Davis hasn't done anything that, that's impressed me this, you know, for this uh, season. Um, my, my, and it's a good good transition. Uh, my first buy is Zach Wilson. And so Zach Wilson is, is coming back to a fantastic situation. Um, they've done a nice job putting weapons around him. The offensive line is okay. It's getting better. Um, but he's got a great situation. That the running game is getting better with with Brees Hall and Michael Carter. Um, he's got Garrett Wilson, and he has Elijah Moore. Tyler Conklin leads the league in routes run from the tight end position.
1: One hundred percent snap share right now. He's on the field one hundred percent of the time. Yep.
0: Yeah, and they got a plethora of tight ends. They want to use a bunch of them. They they drafted Rucker. They signed Uzama. They have, you know, they have another guy on the roster. I forget. I can't think of the name right now. Um, not Croft. Somebody else. But they're, they're going to use multiple tight ends. But they're they got good weapons. Corey Davis is their third receiver. Um, Zach Wilson's in a good spot. And if they're going to pass the ball as much as they are, he offers a little bit of rushing upside. So uh, I think Zach Wilson right now is he's going to be pretty cheap. He's going to be back in a couple weeks. And you want to get them now before it's you know it's too late. Uh, offered so offered Kamara and Kittle for James Robinson and and Mark Edwards. I'm, I'm assuming that's Mark Andrews. I'm leaning leaning towards taking it because I hate giving up. You know giving up. And I'm assuming that's it's Mark. You know that's Mark Andrews. Um, Brad, where are you going on that one? It, let's just assume that it's it's Andrews.
1: So I, I think the events of this week really changed this for me. Um, had Trey Lance still been the starting quarterback for the 49ers, I think I'd, I would lean keeping James Robinson and Mark Andrews. But we know what George Kittle can do with Jimmy Garoppolo. We've seen it for multiple years. Uh, and when he comes back from that groin, I think you're going to see a lot of the same. And, and at this point, you know, you're getting – Alvin Kamara, a guy who can give you top 10 production for pretty damn cheap right now. You're, I feel like that's a great buy low opportunity right now for him. And to only really be gave, giving up James Robinson in that running back room to get that, I think it's a great play. Uh, and I'd take the Kamara-Kittle side.
0: Yeah, I agree with Brad on that one. Um, Kamara is, you know, Kittle's a little bit behind Andrews. But, you know, Andrews is not as – he's actually better with Huntley. No spoilers, Brad. Uh, He's better with Huntley than he is with – Brad's a big Browns fan. He's watching the game there. I got my my shirt on Um, today. Mark Andrews is not that far from – Kittle, a little bit above him, but Kamara's way above Robinson. So that one's easy. We're going to check in with the sponsors real quick, and we're going to be right back. Um, The first sponsor that I need to talk to you guys about is Wynn. Uh, if you're thinking of joining WinBet, is the perfect time. New customers who bet $100 get a $100 free bet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours a day where you can get 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. Uh, WinBet is live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Plus, WinBet has their own same-gay parlay feature. Just click on the game that you like and select, so, select build your own bet and start building a monster parlay. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Bash win WinBet, just so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where playthrough WinBet is available. If you are someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700.
1: Yeah, and if you watch... If you watch football like we do, you need FuboTV. FuboTV gives you complete coverage of college and pro football, along with NFL Red Zone, plus every game at 4K at no extra charge. Over 100 channels of live sports and entertainment for just a fraction of the price of what you would pay for cable or satellite. Watch on all your devices and never miss a game or an episode of your favorite shows with the included cloud-based DVR. Plus, there's no contract or commitment so that you can cancel anytime you choose right now you can try fubo tv for free for 7 days and get 15% off your first month just go to fubotv.com/sgp that's f slash o t v.com/sgp
0: all right let's talk about odds trader uh, odds trader is a place to compare all odds from all major sports books you can you can also compare the different sign up codes and promotions from sportsbook just so you can get the best deal sometimes you just got you got to read an article and have somebody tell you what the best deal is odds trader does it for you The app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for bettors to make the most informed bets possible. It also also has a bet tracker, so bettors can keep track of their records, brag to their friends, and check all their betting activity. Um, Handicapping, play-by-play updates, live scores and bet tracking, player stats, key game stats, projected game weather, everything you need. Bet tracker allows you to keep records of all your games and betting activity. Go to oddstrader.com, Bachelors Blue Wire, OzTrader is the number one site for all your game day bets. All right, we talked about quarterbacks. I didn't get my second one. My second one is actually Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins, you know, just check the he, one thing with Kirk Cousins, you just got to check the game slate and say, all right, he's playing on Monday night, get him out of the lineup. Playing on Sunday night, get him out of the lineup. But if he's playing on Sunday at one o'clock, start Kirk Cousins. I mean, he's just, you know, I mean, it, it's really, really simple. Like, at least with Kirk Cousins, you know when the you know when it's gonna happen. So I know that sounds like a streaming tight end, a streaming quarterback, but it happens a lot more than not. It's been a QB1 several weeks in a row. And you know, I get it. Like, if if last week was the first game of the year, we would be in full blown panic about the Minnesota Vikings offense. But the week before they were absolutely like they're the new hotness. And so, you know, Kirk Cousins was, you know, he was, he was like, uh, you know, everybody's like, man, Kirk Cousins, star course MVP. So um, I'm going to go somewhere in the middle. I think they're, you know, they're going to be good. And this offense is going to be good. And Kirk Cousins is going to be absolutely fine, especially in your six teams, you know, six point TD scoring. And after an absolute, like terrible performance on national television. He's going to be cheap. So go, go out and get some Kirk cousins. I think you can get, you know, you can sell some of these bigger names for Kirk cousins plus. And uh, you know, that, those are my, that, that's where I'm at with the quarterbacks. Who else you got, Brad?
1: Yeah. So for my cells, uh actually a guy that we got a question about in the chat and that's Carson Wentz. And, and just remember we're in, I'm talking dynasty right now, not necessarily redraft, and the reason that he's a sell is because of all the things that we've talked about the the last couple of weeks about how efficient he's been, how he's protecting the ball, um, you know, how how good his wide receivers are, how much they're throwing the ball. He's just producing for you. I just have questions about the longevity that he brings to the table for your dynasty team and whether or not that's something that you want. Um, So I think right now you take the opportunity to try to sell him high on the fact that he very well could be that journeyman guy like a Ryan Fitzpatrick that goes from one place to another to another, you know, and just continues to get, you know, disrespected. He was he was a pretty solid quarterback, but people just think about the two games that he really just fell apart last season where most of his interceptions came from. So I think Carson Wentz is a guy you look at trying to move uh super high right now. And then the last guy and look, I'm selling for anything I can get right now and that is Justin Fields, quarterback for the Chicago Bears. I don't want anything to do with this guy right now. I just want to move him. I don't think that there's a new regime there. They clearly are not utilizing him in a way that, uh, you know, is good for his skill set. He looks bad on the field. I just think it's time to pull the trigger and get what you can out of him before he dies on your roster.
0: Yeah, Justin Fields is a guy like he's a he's a perfect guy to like combo trade where you say, all right, I, I got, you know, like I got a couple of leagues where I got Jimmy G. So now I got like a, an extra quarterback. So I'll take, you know, uh, Justin Fields plus a running back and then upgrade my running back position or Justin Fields and a tight end like Dallas Goddard and, and you know, upgrade my tight end position, try to go get Kittle or something. It's, uh, it's tough. You know, I know that everyone sees the rushing upside and they expect it to get better and I don't think it can get much worse than what it's been the last couple of weeks, but it's just, you know, it doesn't seem like it's there and and this offense just looks bad. The offensive line is really bad. The play calling just doesn't look good and there you know, there's not a lot of opportunities out there. This guy has uh, he has 11 attempts. And this was on like this wasn't in the monsoon. This was no. this was in a nice weather game. And even when they were, like, down and having to come back, because you're like, oh, well, the Bears going to come back a lot. He's going to throw a lot. Nope. So, yeah, I, I'm with you on those. Mine are uh, Tua. Um, I, I do a little poll right now, and everybody's, you know, going gaga over Tua. And I'm not saying go and get rid of this guy, but, you know, you can definitely, you know, you can get Stafford plus, Cousins plus, Brady plus, and your redraft leagues. Um, but in Dynasty, you know, Tua is is jumping up. They're seeing Waddle, they're seeing Hill. And I just don't think that, you know, you're – I think you're going to be able to get a good return, and that's the only reason I like Tua. Um, but I think, like, his value just jumped up so high that you can at least go check it out. And especially if you're a rebuilding team, this is a good opportunity to go cash in. But even if you're not a rebuilding team, go and, you know, if I said, hey – um, you know, Brad, you got you got Tua. Would you, would, you know, or you got Kirk Cousins? You know, would you get what would you give plus Kirk Cousins for Tua right now?
1: Ooh, plus. Uh, so in Dynasty, I'm looking at probably. I might contemplate giving a first.
0: Yeah, and so that's I why I'm That's it. why I'm thinking about it right there. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and maybe you know, maybe that's maybe it's, you know that's better side of the deal for you so yep um and then the the other guy that that i wrote down was you know it's uh jared goff um jared goff did this to me last year around week four or five i was like man he's actually playing pretty well so i made a trade and got Goff, and then the wheels fell off <laughs> so maybe this is just me personally going after him but yeah uh. I just Jared Goff is not someone that that's been able to be a, a consistent fantasy quarterback in a long, for a long time. He's had some juicy matchups here recently um you know I, I just i don't i'm not i'm not buying it so um let's i would just say get out before it gets too too crazy before we get to the running backs we're gonna check back in with the sponsors uh the first sponsor I want to talk to you about is no house advantage. No house Advantage is changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy plat- platform available today. Plan pick and contest versus other people for the shot to win 250 k plus in cash. Download the app, choose a contest, select your player props, even points. earn points for correct picks, and climb the leaderboard for your shot to win big money every day. You can also test your skills versus the house and 20 times your entry if you hit all your picks. Bet on up to five player props over and under or individual players across all major, every major sports league, including NFL, NBA, MLB, PGA, MMA, and NASCAR. Make sure you check out No House Advantage today and experience daily sports redefined because it's not how you play, but where you play. You won't want to miss out. Sign up now with promo code SGPN at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25.
1: Yeah, so promoguide.us, let me tell you, is the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. They've got daily updates on odds boosts and huge cash bonuses from all the other major major sportsbooks, and they've got a VIP Discord group that puts an even deeper plus EV analytics right at your fingertips. And I got to say, we've been looking at their daily promo updates, and they're some of the most informative in the game. They don't simply just tell you what team is going to win, but they're going to tell you who's got the best odds and how to track down and cash in big on all those constantly changing promotions. If you're not already using mathematical mathematical models to help you with your picks, you're missing out on an insanely valuable tool. And the best part of all is that promo guy is run by a small team of passionate sports fans dedicated to building a well-informed, better betting community. So go to promoguy.us and check out their 100% tracked, transparent and proven method for being smarter so make sure you check out promoguide.us
0: now on a sleeper sleeper is the fast growing fantasy platform today with millions of players you probably already have a fantasy league on there I use it for mine um, it's a game changing product unlike anything else in the industry now you can win on sleeper by playing their new over and under game over and under integrated into fantasy the sports the first sports contest built into the fantasy experience not only can you enter via the over or under platform itself, but you can also do it through fantasy leagues mat your your fantasy league matchup screen just go to patrick mahomes click and not only you know not only do you think you're going to win your fantasy matchup but you're confident in that mahomes is going to hit the over 250 on his passing line click that button pick correctly and you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in main reason i'm excited about the over under sleepers that's the only app where i can join my buddies contest and play together got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with just a tap of a button. It's insanely fun as we write it out together. Not only do they have the NFL, but they also have college football props. Stop what you're doing now and download Sleeper. now. Download Sleeper now and play their over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money too. Join the listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Promo code SGP. Again, go to sleeper.com SGP You'll get a hundred dollar match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleepers' terms of use for details. So let's talk about running backs. Who do you got for us? Yeah. So, my two buys again are two younger guys. The first one is
1: one that's a little bit more expensive, and that's going to be Javante Williams, running back for the Denver Broncos. This dude is averaging over five yards of carry right now, but he still hasn't touched the end zone yet. And he is in a 60 40 instead of a 50 50 split with Melvin Gordon like last year. So, I think. The time is now to take advantage. This dude's only got 22 carries through through the first two weeks, but he has 16 targets. And what you're getting him for is about half of the price of what it would have cost you preseason, where people were asking for two plus firsts possibly even three in certain situations, and there are two trades in particular that I think are fair value trades that are realistic in nature, and that is Antonio Gibson and a first. I have preached Antonio Gibson in the offseason, like, please don't Don't sell this guy right now. Let him go for a few weeks and see what happens. And I think now is the time to kind of get out now that Brian Robinson is starting to practice again. So now's the time to move Antonio Gibson. If you can move him in a first for Javante Williams, it's a smash. And then the second one is uh, basically every pick that somebody has in the 2023 draft, a first, a second, and a third. And I think it's absolutely another smash deal that is pretty fair value for what you have out of Javante Williams right now. Um, So if you can get guys to bite on those, you know, let's say the team – They went all in on Javonta Williams. They're 0-2 now. I feel like these are possible trades that they're actually going to be willing to take right now. So, Javonta Williams is my first buy. The second one is a guy who hasn't really done anything yet, and that's Damian Pierce, uh, running back for the Houston Texans. We saw his snap count go huge right now, Uh, you know, jump by about 40% from week one to week two. We saw him rush for about four and a half yards of carry in week two. Had he scored, and I think, Dave, you were the one who said this on Monday possibly, had he scored a touchdown last week, would have been a totally different ball game. People would have been talking about Damian Pierce in a whole different light, but he didn't. Uh, And now they get a pretty easy matchup in week three. I think it's going to be kind of the breakout week for Damian Pierce. So go get him before Sunday, if at all possible, or that price is going to spike a little bit.
0: Yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that for sure. Um, you know, I, I did the, you know, the, the rookie progress reports. And uh, you can check that out on you know, com. And, you know, I, I, you, his, you saw a double snap percentage. You saw a double, you had, only had four more carries, but he had double the yardage. And so he's clearly, you know, clearly the better back in that backfield. They're going to want to use him. And they came out after game one and said, hey, we wanted to use him more. Yep. So with, with my pick, it's another rookie. It's Brees Hall. And Brees Hall kind of saw the flip-flops. So Brees Hall was like 10 targets week one and only had six rushing attempts. He only had one target last week, but he had seven rushing attempts for 50 yards. This He's a much better runner than Michael Carter. They used a high draft pick on him. They even said that they were willing to trade up into the first to make him their third first-round pick. This team is invested in Brees Hall. This team's invested in Garrett Wilson. They like Michael Carter and Elijah Moore for sure, but these guys spent high draft capital on these guys, and you already saw Garrett Wilson go off. Brees Hall, people are going to be impatient, and if you look for a team, especially a team that's 0-2, If they're not a rebuilding team and they're hoping to contend, see if they're going to go after some of these more veteran guys. Um, You know, I I really do think it's important that you guys go and take advantage of this now because it's, it's going to close. And then when Zach Wilson gets here, you're going to see a different, you know, a a different change. Um, They're not going to be checking the ball down all the time. They're going to be throwing the ball down the field. And, you know, some of the air yards going to go up. So just got an offer in my 12 man PPR league, Javante Williams for Darren Waller and Jeff Wilson. I'm just going to assume that this is redraft, but let us know redraft or dynasty. So would you would you trade Javante Williams for Darren Waller and Jeff Wilson?
1: If it's in redraft, I think it's a depending on kind of your team makeup, um, you know, and you're kind of it's kind of rolling in now. He's got. C.E.H., he's got Mixon, Pierce, Melvin Gordon. Um, I may actually think about this, but then I see the fact that he has Hayden Hurst as his tight end, who actually has given you double-digit fantasy points in Weeks 1 and Week 2, and he's on an offense that wants to throw the ball so I think I'm I'm holding Javante Williams here, and I'm going to roll with Javante Williams and Hayden Hurst instead of just Jeff Wilson and Darren Waller.
0: Yeah, the, the problem with Jeff Wilson is you already saw that it's you know it's not going to be his whole backfield, um, and Darren Waller we have two weeks in a row where it's just kind of meh. So I think you can go and get a, a better target here. We would suggest going after Kittle. Um, so. You know, Darren Waller and Jeff Willis is not a bad deal, but I'm I'm still keeping Javante because I think you can get more. But if you could go and get Javante for Kittle straight up, I would do that deal.
1: Yeah, I I think Darren Waller is a great buy low candidate right now, but I don't think you're getting him at a good value with this trade. I think you're paying, you know, Darren Waller of two seasons ago, you know, before he got her last year is kind of the price tag that
0: you're paying with Javante Williams. So um, I, I would yeah, I I would stick yeah, with you you're more kind of selling low on Javante yeah. Williams. So yeah, man, thanks for the question. Let us know. Hopefully that helps. And uh, you know, and maybe he ups that if you get Darren Waller plus something better than Jeff Wilson, then we're talking, but I would go check out the Kittle and the Kelsey, you know, owners for sure. All right, appreciate it, man. Appreciate that. So so Brad, who was the uh where were we here? So you you ready for my sales at RB? Uh, Yeah, my
1: buys were Javonta Williams and Damian Pierce.
0: And then mine was Brees Hall and then Dalvin Cook. So Dalvin Cook, two weeks in a row, Dalvin Cook hasn't really, you know, hasn't really done anything. And people had really high expectations for him. We've seen more Alexander Madison than we're used to. And I know that that, thanks Zach for the subscribe. um, Really, really think Dalvin Cook is going to explode. And when it happens, you're not going to be able to touch him. I even thought I'd put an Eckler on here too. Eckler's a little bit harder in a dynasty league, but Eckler's another one, especially with Justin Hurt being banged up. You can see Eckler get 13, 14, you know, targets this week. But go get Dalvin Cook before it's too late. This guy is, he's absol- an absolute monster and one of the, and he's going to blow up and, and the, that window is going to slam shut. So let's go to your cells. Who's some running backs you're going to sell?
1: Yeah, so another guy that we've actually both of these guys we've kind of mentioned today. And the first one is James Robinson, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just think he's a good candidate um, for the Jacksonville Jaguars to kind of move on from if they wanted to, right? This is his third season. Um, he was undrafted. He's not under a big contract or anything like that. Now, I I get he's getting the the groundwork right now, I and mean, he he still looks really good even coming off that Achilles. Um, but I just don't think the longevity is there for him. So I think James Robinson is a guy that you should be looking to move in a dynasty league right now on that high note that, hey, look, this is, he is the, it, there's nobody can argue this. He is the primary back for Jacksonville right now. He's the guy that's getting all the carries. What do you have? 22 carries, I think, last week or something like that. Right. This, he is the guy. Doug Peterson wants him to be the guy. Doug Peterson, <laughs> We talked about this before the season started, how Doug Peterson has never had a running back with more than 70 reception or 70 targets. And guess how many targets Travis Etienne is getting, you know, the trend that he's on now, he's not going to be above 70 targets. So it just, it's the the system that he runs. Uh, So James Robinson is a guy that I think you have some value to move right now to build your dynasty team for the future. Uh, The second guy and this, Hurts me to say it, but now that Brian Robinson is practicing and after the really poor week two that he had, I think Antonio Gibson is a guy you need to try to move before Brian Robinson comes back from his injury. Um, I just, he looked good in week one. He's the RB11. I think you've got a narrative that you can sell right now, and I just think you have to do it. And it it just you just have to. So I think you need to, to move, take the opportunity to move Antonio Gibson um, uh, right now. And since J Mark is is going to be a, a smartass right now, I've got a little something that he's been asking me about, and it's got his his uh, his his celebrity crush Scarlett Johansson on it. Uh, it's it's a nice little bottle of bourbon. So so you're welcome, J Mark, for the gun show and the
0: bourbon. All right, all right. Well, too bad you can't send that bourbon through YouTube. Uh, yeah, with, with Antonio Gibson, we mentioned him last week as a sell, and that window is just closing faster and faster every time you get a positive Brian Robinson report, or people see how Ron Rivera just gushes over him. Another person you could probably buy right now is Najah Harris. Talked about it before the show. People are really down Najah Harris. I'm not watching the game right now, so I don't know how it's going, but, you know, if Najah Harris – has another okay, meh, mid game. You're gonna be able to go buy him. Um, people are just not not excited about Najee Harris right now. I, I had threw a question out there to somebody today who was you know throwing around 2023 first on the block, and I said, "Hey, you interested in Najee Harris?" And he said, "Nope." Um, I'm like, "All right, man. Like, can I, throw, can I throw yeah. the
1: trade offer that I told you about pre-show? Yeah. All right, look, I want DeAndre Swift everywhere." Right. I offered Najee Harris and a second and got told no. OK, that that's fair. I get it. Out, just out of curiosity, I would never do this straight up. But I said, what about if I change that second to a first? And he was like, nope, that doesn't help me any. I'm like, oh, my God, Najee Harris and a first doesn't get me DeAndre Swift. Like, is it that Crazy right now, the delta between how low people are on Najee Harris versus how high people are on DeAndre Swift—it's crazy to me that the delta is that different um, between what the RB two and RB five in Dynasty. It's just nuts to me the difference right now.
0: Perception is everything, and you know, people just—they—they really, really want those guys that are you know looking good, and and those guys that they don't. It's Even in Dynasty, it's what have you done for me lately, and it's crazy. Um, so the guys that I want to talk about are, you know, as far as my, my sales, this guy looked really good on live, um, you know, on, on national television, on a, a premier game, and that's David Montgomery. David Montgomery was getting all the offense. Everything was going through David Montgomery. And right, right when we thought Khalil Herbert was going to kind of take the wind out from his sail. He got it. And so Montgomery's a guy where, you know, like James Robinson, we talked about it. Like James Robinson's calling card was the fact that he got 95% of the running back work. The problem now is even though he's getting all the ground, he's not getting 95% of the work. If you look for his breakout RB3 season, he got 90 targets. Like you're not going to do this just on the fact that you got 250 rushing attempts. You need to have 250 rushing attempts Plus, and we're getting, it's it Kyle Pitts when we talk about tight ends. Um, we're going to get, you know, you need get 250 rushing attempts. This is like a Nick Chubb light situation. So I'm not, you know, I'm not sure in that. Um, but with, you know, when you're talking about David Montgomery, it's not an offense going to have a whole lot of, you know, a whole lot of touchdowns to go around. You're going to have to hope that he keeps this, you know, keeps this, you know, hundred percent running back, you know, work, he's getting what 80%, 85% of the snaps. He's got to keep that up and keep Khalil Herbert at bay. Um, But I think right now, when you see that, when people see it on a Sunday night football game or a Monday night football game, it just has that much more power. I think you can go trade Montgomery for some better players and cash in because that is not a good offense. And I really don't want anything to do with it and even in 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 dynasty like that team could easily move on from david montgomery next year you could be in a really bad spot and so the other guys derrick henry he just does not look good um he didn't you know other than scoring that touch you know he scored a touchdown against my giants um other than that like he just does not has not looked good doesn't have the same um you know just this just the same quickness the same quick feet And he's done this to us before where he's kind of lulled us. And then all of a sudden, like, he becomes a monster in December. But he's just he's got so much punishment on his body the last few years. And he's, uh, you know, he's coming off a major foot injury. And the offense is just not looking good. The offense is just not looking good. And so Derrick Henry, of course, you probably want to wait until he has a little bit better performance. But I'm getting out because next year, like what's Derrick Henry going to be valued at Dynasty next year? Nothing. No, I, you can yeah, go nothing. Get, if you can get two seconds for him right now, I'm, I'm taking it and just going to the bank. If you can get, you know, one of these other guys that we've talked about, I mean, I think, I think you can go, go to the bank. So Brad, let's, let's talk about receivers. I know we got to get to the sponsors here in a second, but let's start out with the receivers. Give me two buys.
1: Yeah. So my first buy is Terry McLaurin wide receiver for the Washington commanders. And, This is multifaceted to me. It's because of the cost, but it's also because of what he's doing and people are kind of downplaying. So he's still on the field for 90 plus percent of snaps. Washington commanders are running a ton of three wide receiver sets, right? You talked about that on Monday's show with the 11 personnel. Um, He's at about an 18% target share, but this guy is eighth in the NFL in target air yards per target. He's eighth in the NFL in yards after the catch per reception. He is not only running a lot after the catch, but his his air yards are also very high. He's going to hit. They paid him too much money and brought in Carson Wentz, and we've seen what Wentz can do through two weeks. When they find themselves in a bind, he's going to go to Terry McLaurin. And when I can get McLaurin for a single 23 first, or I can get him in a super flex league for Baker Mayfield straight up. I am taking both of those trades and I'm plugging Terry McLaurin into my lineup. So I think he's a smash by right now at value and what you're going to be getting in the long term Cause he's still not, you know, he's 26, 27 years old. He's not old by wide receiver standards, by any shape of the imagination. And the second guy is an older guy, but I think, people still have this stigma about him and, and still think he's injury prone or he's not the same guys before. And that is Michael Thomas wide receiver for the new Orleans saints. He's got a 24% target share. He looks back to his old form. He's got 17 targets through three weeks. He has three touchdowns through two weeks. This is a guy who has never hit double digit touchdowns. And now with Jameis, that might be a possibility. And if you couple that with the amount of targets that this guy's getting, he could have a smash season. I think right now he's the number eight wide receiver in fantasy, but you can get him for David Montgomery straight up. That's a trade that just happened yesterday. Before that, two or three days ago, two 23 second, two 2023 second round picks got him. And then about a week ago, He went for Sky Moore straight up, which I think is just ridiculous. But maybe you can find that truther out there for some of these rookie wide receivers that just haven't done anything yet to where you can get a player who's still got a couple years and that can really help you win now. So I think Michael Thomas, because of the value and the production that people are sleeping on, I think you should go buy him right now.
0: Yeah, and I, I love that. We're going to stick with the Saints. Um, we're, we're huge Jameis Winston fans around here. Um, Chris Olave, uh, speaking of air yards, he's got 100 more air yards than all the other rookies. Chris Olave, is, is, he's obviously Jameis's number two. It's not Jarvis Landry. It's Michael Thomas and Chris Olave. And he is absolutely, absolutely looks looks like he belongs in the league. He is, uh, you know, he's a guy that is averaging over seven, over 16 yards a catch. He's got 13 targets last week. You're going to see a lot more Chris Olave. I wish he would have did a little bit more with the targets he got last week, but he's still, I mean, this, this guy is hitting the ground running. And then the other guy is Debo Samuel. I know he's going to be a little bit more expensive, but Debo has a couple bad weeks. Of Trey Lance. Now Jimmy Garoppolo's back. Elijah Mitchell's out. This was the recipe that Debo had an absolute freakish year last year. So give me some Debo Samuel. Go, go get some Debo before it's too late. Um, He's definitely someone that I think, you know, is a little undervalued. Let's check back in with the sponsors and then get to the rest of the show. We're going to do the rest of the wide receivers and the rest of uh, the tight ends. So, I talked to you about Elias. Um, did you know the best day of the week is actually Monday, Thursday, and Sunday? Today's one of them. Um, it's not just because Brad and I are on Mondays and Thursdays, it's because it's NFL season, our favorite time of the year. Whether you're into fantasy, betting on your team, or just taking highlights around, or talking highlights around the water cooler at work, the NFL season just got a lot better with the Elias game plan app, the ultimate sports bet- betting and fantasy companion for NFL, and MLB, and NBA. Um, the Elias sports app is the most trusted name in sports. Um, Elias official statisticians of the U S sports leagues is full of information and insights provided by their own research team, which plan, which, which means they consistently give you information that is up to date that you can trust. The Elias game plan app gives you everything you need this season to get the competitive edge, league validated team and player stats, player news, head to head team comparisons, uh, ahead of their matchups, along with Elias' key insights from the Elias statisticians, including injury impact analysis and expert game analysis, which can give you the advantage of betting, picking your fantasy lineups, or showing off your sports knowledge. And Elias' game plan is releasing new features at all time with like their chat function, which allows you to talk directly to the researchers, so you get all the information you need to feel comfortable when when big decisions or on betting or your fantasy team. I know that I use Elias every time I'm writing up something or I want to make sure that I'm, you know, that I am preparing for the shows that we're doing. Elias is absolutely the the most of the go to. Um, elevate your NFL season and download the Elias Game Plan app. That's E L I A S. And right now I have a special offer: when you subscribe, get fifteen percent of your annual subscription, but only if you use promo code S G P N fifteen. Find Elias Game Plan sports betting in the App Store and Play Store today. Use my promo code SGPN15.
1: Yeah, and introducing Run Your Pool VIP, a brand new subscription service from Run Your Pool that helps you get an extra edge against the books. Plus exclusive access to real money pools. Get access to exclusive data to help you with your weekly game picks. Premium content like in-depth guides for how to dominate your pools and exclusive swag. The top of the line here is that if you're a serious sports fan, you need Run Your Pool VIP. So use our code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. Again, that's code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. All right, so you got two cells. I do, yeah. And I think you're going to hate the first one. And that's going to be... Wide receiver for the Detroit Lions, Amon Ra St. Brown. And look, I get it. This dude just had a three-touchdown performance. You're saying, oh, my God, Brad, what are are you talking about? Look, just like I talked about Michael Thomas before, I'm going to say the same thing about Amon Ra. It's all about value that I can get right now versus what I think the production is going to be moving forward. So the value right now, I can get two twenty-three firsts for Amon Ra St. Brown right now it just happened. I get Keenan Allen and Chris Godwin for Amon Ross St. Brown right now, which now whoever has Chris Godwin, they had to sit with him on their bench for two, three weeks while he's benched. He can't play because he's hurt his hamstring and now he's coming back. Look, target share, multiple touchdowns. Dude looks great. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying sell because I don't think he's the real deal. What I do believe, however, is that they drafted Jamison Williams early in the 2022 draft because they wanted an alpha wide receiver. And Amon Ross St. Brown is not an alpha wide receiver. So when Jamison Williams comes back, I don't even know that Amon Ra is going to be the second or third target on that team. Because when I think about it, I've got Jamison Williams, who's a stud. I've got DeAndre Swift, who's a stud and getting anywhere from five to 10 targets a game. If you look at last season, I've got TJ Hawkinson at the tight end position. I've got DJ Shark, who I'm, you know, he's going to get a few targets, but he's not a guy. And then I've got Amon Ra. Amon Ra realistically speaking, could be the fourth, third, or fourth option for that offense. And unless they're throwing the ball 40 times a game, that is not a guy that I want in the long term. So I think you capitalize on that investment right now. You take those two 23 firsts. You take Keenan Allen and Chris Godwin. You take two other wide receivers, and you plug them into your lineup, and you just – Run with your spoils at that point. I just think the price is astronomical for a guy who runs out of the slot, and I I think he's a huge sell candidate right now. The second guy is Gabe Davis, and this kind of hurts me too because I was very high on Gabe Davis coming out of college a few years ago. I had him as my number four wide receiver coming out of that class, which was just Way above what it should have been, but I just had this fondness for him. And now he's finally hit. We saw it in the postseason last year. We saw him get five targets and a touchdown last week. But that's kind of why I'm saying he's a sell. I want a guy who gets volume and is not touchdown dependent. I feel like Gabriel Davis is touchdown dependent. He's a guy who can give you double-digit touchdowns in a season. It's going to happen. I'm fairly confident that he can get 10-plus touchdowns this season. The problem, I don't want to guess which weeks those are. I don't want to play a guy who gets four targets and no touchdowns. I'll play a guy who gets four targets and a touchdown, but I don't know what week that is. So if I can turn around and get move Gabriel Davis and Saquon Barkley for Justin Jefferson, I'm doing that all day, every day, and twice on Sunday. When I can move Gabe Davis for Kenny Pickett in a Superflex, I'm going to take that deal. So I just think people are a little too high on Gabriel Davis, and I get it. I love the guy as well. I just don't think the value makes sense to me right now.
0: Well, he's one for one. Um, he's played one game, got one touchdown. So <laughs> 100% he's on pace for you know 14, 15 touchdowns. Uh, you know, I, you had me on, an ARSB with those, you know, those two 23 first and Keenan Allen first and Godwin, Well, you know, all those trades, I will say this with Deandre Swift last year, when Anthony Lynn was the offensive coordinator, that's where he got the bulk of his receptions, his reception counts went down a lot. Once Dan Campbell took over and Dan Campbell is currently calling. You know, it, it's no longer Anthony Lynn who, you know, was used to be there with the chargers and Eckler. Um, and he, he, when you when you put Amon Ross St. Brown behind DJ Shark, that 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 one you had no you had no no, no. not
1: behind DJ Shark no, no no I said he'd get three or four but he's the third or fourth option behind Jameson Williams Swift T J Hawkinson he's he's gonna be in that mix somewhere so
0: you you can definitely trade Amon Ross for a lot right now um, yes. I personally almost traded him for Najee Harris straight before the show. And if I wasn't going and, and watching some shows with the wife, I probably would have did it. But um, I do have some concerns about Jameson Williams. I don't think that Monroe is going to poof go away. Um, but I do think yeah. his, value, his value is going to de- decrease, um, you know, within the next couple of weeks. And then mine, DJ Moore, I've never really been a DJ Moore guy. I like the player. But as far as fantasy, the price has just always been too high and people love this guy and right now like I, i've watched i watched the giants play against the panthers i saw the panthers play against the browns baker mayfield doesn't look good this offense doesn't look good D, he, dj moore is just in a real crap scenario hopefully the the things change soon because matt rule is definitely not long for that job but the quarterback position they're already saying they might they're comfortable bringing baker back next year i mean we don't know. Matt Corral is that going to be the answer? Like, who? What, what's going to happen? And DJ Moore has overcome really bad quarterback play, but what has that resulted in? I mean, it's not really resulted in the 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 production that you want for a guy that you're paying fourth round startup costs and multiple first round picks for. So, for me, I'm out on DJ Moore just because I think you can sell him based on the name, and he scored a touchdown last week um, Devante Adams. And so this might be an unpopular one. Um, Derek Carr just peppered him with targets. Week one, week two, it didn't really happen. Um, week three, I'm sure probably will happen, but I just think that he's, that offense is not as good as we expected it to be. I don't think you're going to get as consistent production, especially with, you know, with guys like Waller and, and, and Renfro out there, he is getting older. He's 29 year old receiver. And I think just in Dynasty, if I could go and flip him for some of these, you know, some of these younger players plus, like I'm going to do so. And so, like, I think right now you could, you know, you could get Deontay Johnson plus a first for, you know, Michael Pittman plus a first for. And so I'm definitely doing that. And I'm, I don't think you're going to lose much production this year and you're going to gain a lot in the future. Uh, so let's talk about the tight ends. George Kittle. Buy right,
1: yeah. I think he's a smash buy right now. People are so worried about him because of his injury status, and I think people are just starting to get tired of it, right? Like, oh my god, he's hurt again. So, if you can capitalize on that again, if Trey Lance was a quarterback, I'd be I would have a totally different perspective on this. But with Jimmy G there, I think he's a smash buy right now, and especially for what you could likely get him for right now. Who's yourself? Uh, sell is actually probably TJ Hawkinson. Like I just, I thought he was going to demand a little bit more of a target share than what he's getting, and that's not happening. And for the same reasons I talked about Amon Ra, um, I think when Jameson Williams gets there, he's going to lose even more. DeAndre, you know, if, if you look at tight ends versus running backs, for instance, over the years. Typically speaking, if your tight end gets a ton of targets, your running backs aren't getting a ton of targets, and then vice versa. And right now, when you've got a guy like DeAndre Swift in the backfield who is a, an extremely capable pass catcher, TJ Hawkinson is just not going to get a ton of targets. And we want a guy who's a 100-plus targets potential and a top two target on the team. And I don't know that TJ Hawkinson is that he's a great tight end for an NFL football team. He's a great blocker. He's a great pass catcher. I just don't think they're going to utilize him in a manner to make him a top five tight end. So for that, for that reason, I'm looking to move
0: him. All right. And for me, uh, Kyle Pitts, um, this is the cheapest that Kyle Pitts has ever been. People are really panicking I got the question yesterday, and Brad, I, I wanted this. what what's your what's your response on this? You have uh, 24 first and Pat Faramuth, and whatever happened in the game tonight, erase that from your memory. Before that, yesterday, what would you have said Pat Farmuth and 24 first? I, I would I would keep pits for that. So he was getting pits. Wow, yeah, and so. Obviously, yeah. you, it's hard to know what your 24 You know, it's like, am I going to be a contender? Like, I hope so. But you don't know for a fact it's going to be a late 24. But you assume if you're doing that deal, you're getting pets, you're going to be a contender. And 24 first is going to be a late 24 first. I'm taking that all day. Uh, I think brighter days are ahead for Kyle Pitts. This offense, obviously, is, is got to, you know, there's got to be some improvements. This is another coach that I think is, is not long for his position. Um, that, the Falcons just, they gave up uh, a huge lead to the, you know, to the saints. And then last week they, you know, almost made a comeback. Uh, this, this team is, is, you know, they could have does Ritter out there soon. Um, but Drake London looks really good and people are really afraid of Drake London, taking all the Kyle Pitt stuff. And, uh, would you send Clyde for pets redraft PPR? Oof, um, redraft is a little bit different. Um, yeah, I need to know what your RB depth is. Um, yeah. I, I'm a little bit more of a believer in Clyde. I think than you are. Yeah, uh, I don't believe in Rojo and Pacheco. Only came in and in the uh, the end. Yep, I, I think Clyde is a top. He's it. You know, for redraft, he's a top twenty. Um running back, maybe even a little bit better on a very good offense, and those are hard to find and he's been getting a very good share of the workload, so probably not um right now until the ship is righted in a in a dynasty league, I definitely would do that trade in a redraft league. I don't know if i'm I'm doing that, but if you have you know four or five good running backs, then yeah. If
1: if he's not your RB two, if he's your three or four, I would absolutely, this is just, I think we differ a little bit, right? We talked about this, but I, I would absolutely smash that deal to move Clyde for Pitts. I, I just think Pitts is a difference maker at the tight end position and they're going to write the ship. You, and I know, you know, Arthur Smith came out with his stupid little quote saying, We're not playing fantasy football. This is real football. Like, shut up, dude. Nobody said you were talking fantasy football. They said, Why aren't you including Kyle Pitts? And then his, it just didn't, the two things didn't match up. I think he was frustrated because Kyle Pitts is not working out because. His offense is not doing what he wants it to do. He's still getting targets. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Kyle Pitts is not going to continue to go two catches on seven targets. Like, that's not going to happen for the long term. The guy is way too good. Um, So, I would try to capitalize on that because the scarcity at the tight end position right now, tight end is gross, it's yeah. gross. Gerald Everett is top 10 tight end. Hayden Hurst is a top 10 tight end, right? So yeah. if you get pits right now for an RB, a low-end RB2 slash high-end RB3, which is where I believe Clyde is, I would smash that deal every day of the week. Yeah. I, uh, three? RB3? I th- I think he is like in that 20 to t- 20 to
0: 20, really probably 20 to 30 range. We'll see where I have my, my so, rest of season rankings up right now. Where do I got Clyde?
1: Yeah, I got I'll Clyde
0: right at out. 17. I got him above Kareem Hunt. So, um, so yeah, I'm I'm higher on him, but look, good luck with that. Uh, question, Brad. DeAndre Swift, guess how many passes, how many catches he has this season? Uh, I know he has eight targets. I'm not sure about catches. Five. Five catches on eight targets. 62 yards. Yeah. So he's just not catching the ball as much as he did last 62 year. 62 yards. Yep. 31 and 31.
1: That's a lot for that low number of catches.
0: <laughs> yep. 30, 31 yards. Exactly. It's just
1: explosive. Game. He's so ridiculous.
0: Yeah. He had a 22 yard catch and a 25 yard catch. Yep. So those, you know, big plays. Um, And then mine is, you know, was Kyle Pitts, And then my cell is, Irv Smith. And so we finally got in a good Irv Smith game, but like it was in garbage time. I'm out. Like, let's just, let's just get done with it. It's just not working out. And you finally got a little glimpse, find somebody that's still believer and go and package him, you know, Irv Smith plus something else. Cause I hope to God that Irv Smith's not your starter. Um, (laughs) But Irv Smith plus something, go get, you know, go to trade Irv Smith to somebody that needs a tight end. And get a you know a third round or a second round pick for him. I'm just out. I just I just maybe a little bit of fatigue with Irv Smith, but I just don't see it happening with him. And um, you know, hopefully I'm wrong, but I, I'm out. Yep. All right. Well, hey, so, let's go. go so ahead. CEH I've got it 25 right now. 25 So we got yeah, we got a pretty big difference. So he's no. a a very high end, low end uh running back three. For you. Uh, all right. Well, hey, guys. Thanks. I appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Go enjoy the game. And as always, good luck this season.
1: Cheers.